The American Thoracic Society. We help the world breathe. Good morning, everyone. It's about 10.30 in the morning uh, in uh, New York City. This is Dr. Alan Fine, the podcast editor of the Annals of the American Thoracic Society. And it is uh, my great pleasure to have Dr. Javier Zuluedo, who is uh, chief of the pulmonary division and associate professor at the uh, University of Navarra in northern Spain. And uh, today we're going to be discussing an issue that comes up quite frequently. And we'll hear from Javier about whether it is resolved or not. And that is the relationship of emphysema and more broadly COPD uh, to lung cancer. And he, uh, he is the author of a, uh, an editorial in this month's annals entitled Emphysema and Lung Cancer, More Than Just a Coincidence. And uh, we're commenting on the paper, Regional Emphysema of Non-Small Cell Tumor is Associated with Larger Tumors and Decreased Survival uh, from Dr. Kinsey et al. Uh, from the uh, Pulmonary and Critical Care Division of the University uh, of Vermont. So, uh, as I said, this comes up quite frequently, and uh, I know that the presence of COPD is in some of the algorithms predicting risk for cancer in solitary pulmonary nodule, and uh, in many observational trials has been associated as a specific risk factor uh, for pulmonary malignancy. So let me turn it over to uh, Javier. Um, so wh- what is the thinking uh, about why emphysema might be related to lung cancer? Yes, uh, the mechanisms behind this, this association are really not known, but there are plenty of data that suggests that the association is real and, and that emphysema and lung cancer occur, occur together more than just due to the fact that both diseases share uh, tobacco smoking as their main etiologic factor. I mean, the first studies that really looked at this uh, focused on COPD back in the 80s. Um, there, were, there were some studies that showed that uh, people with COPD, indeed, as you said, have a greater risk for lung cancer. However, most of these studies focused on airway obstruction and or self-reported COPD. None really considered emphysema because... Basically, there wasn't a uh, there was no means to to make a correct diagnosis of emphysema back then. However, uh, with with studies in the 90s, uh, starting with lung cancer screening using low dose CT, this provided a, a great opportunity to start assessing lung parenchyma and and to diagnose and even quantify emphysema when present. Uh, we first published uh, back in. Uh, 2007, and almost simultaneously with the PLUS group from Pittsburgh, uh, led by Dr. Wilson, we published two papers showing that in the context of lung cancer screening, when you see emphysema on a CT scan, whatever, whatever amount of, of emphysema on a low-dose CT scan, you have a two- to three-fold greater risk of having a lung cancer. And this held true after adjusting for tobacco smoking, age, sex, presence of COPD. Interestingly, COPD 
by itself was also associated with an increased risk, but when you put it together with emphysema in the multivariate analysis, just emphysema stood out and COPD was not associated anymore with the risk of lung cancer. So all this suggests that emphysema is a much stronger predictor of lung cancer risk than COPD. And probably in those prior studies that I mentioned from the 80s, if we would have looked at uh, emphysema, uh, perhaps COPD uh, would not have stood out as a main risk factor. And this has been reproduced now by, by several studies. And so, so I think it is quite clear that the data available strongly suggests that emphysema is linked to lung cancer beyond the fact that they both share tobacco smoking as, as a risk factor. Now, what mechanisms are behind this? Uh, I don't think we can answer that question today. Uh, want to speculate? Well, there, there have been uh, hypotheses. Uh, there's a very interesting uh, review by McGarry Houghton and Nature Reviews back in 2013. And, you know, there are some uh, genetic possibilities. There have been uh, some uh, mutations found or SNPs found in, in, in both uh, COPD and emphysema, which might uh, link both diseases. It is thought that inflammation involved with both uh, diseases might uh, favor one, one might favor the other, uh, oxidative and oxidative stress. But it's interesting, if you think about these two diseases, we're talking about two diseases that have opposing mechanisms. I mean, you have emphysema on one hand, where you see uh, destruction of extracellular matrix, uh, apoptosis, uh, loss of capillary density. And on the other hand, you have lung cancer, where you have the opposite uh, mechanisms. You have proliferation of cells, uncontrolled proliferation of cells, new vascular networks. Uh, uh, so it's, it's interesting that these two diseases could be linked with, with these opposing mechanisms, and that's what I think uh, uh, makes it difficult today to know exactly what's going on. Well, this is, uh, yeah, absolutely fascinating. So uh, tell us a little about the uh, Kinsey paper and uh, what do you think its take-home messages are? Yeah, this paper is, uh, I thought, was quite interesting. Uh, the hypothesis uh, the investigators started out with was that emphysema in the region of a lung where a tumor occurs results in larger cancers. And we're talking about non-small cell lung cancer here. And also, uh, when you have emphysema, the more emphysema you have, you might have a worse overall survival. So to address this, they studied uh, 236 consecutive cases of non-small cell lung cancer diagnosed and followed at one center. Um, they determined the size of the tumors, and they also determined the extent of emphysema, both in the proximity of the lung where the tumor was and in other areas of the lung, far from the tumors. And for this, they used a special software package that they developed called Airway Inspector Software, um, and by the way, just as a, as a note, this, this software is, is available for other researchers to use online. Now, with this uh, software, they're able to automatically quantify the, the amount of emphysema present in, in whatever area of interest you might have. And that emphysema is defined as the percentage of voxels uh, in the image with an attenuation less than minus 950 Hounsfield units. That's pretty standard. And they divided the lung into three equal thirds and then analyzed the data and found, I think, uh, three, I would, I would probably uh, summarize the results into three groups. First, they confirmed what we already knew, uh, and it's that you know, lung cancer occurs predominantly in upper lobes, and emphysema also occurs predominantly in upper lobes. Secondly, the percentage of emphysema in a region was a predictor of the size of a tumor occurring in that region. 
suggesting that emphysema is associated with larger lung cancers. Interestingly, the amount of emphysema in regions other than where the tumor is located was not associated with the size of the cancer. So this suggests that there might be some local effects of emphysema on the tumor itself. Uh, the authors propose a potential mechanism uh, via hypoxia and you know, hypoxia-inducible factor, but they don't perform any experiments or anything to, to prove this mechanism. And they're just basing that speculation on, on, based mm -hmm. on, on animal data. And finally, they, they find that also in, in the greater amount of emphysema in the region of the tumor was associated with a worse prognosis, even after adjusting for tumor size. Um, however, one caveat is that they do not control or adjust for uh, airway obstruction because they don't have that data. So, you know, we know that COPD is associated with a worse prognosis in lung cancer. We don't know whether that emphysema is actually causing a, a airway obstruction, which would then lead to a, a, a worse outcome. So I think the take-home message of this work, in my opinion, is the fact that the regional emphysema is associated with larger lung cancers and with overall uh, worse survival. It appears from different controls that the authors perform that it is the emphysema itself that causes the cancers to grow larger and become more aggressive and, and not the other way around, although this would have to be confirmed in, in further studies. Does emphysema predispose to any particular type of lung cancer, cell type, well, or genetic profile? Yeah, it, it appears that usually uh, the, the lung cancers that appear in association with, with emphysema, and this has been shown in several series, is adenocarcinoma. We really can't go beyond that uh, right now. Now, well, what I was going to say is that uh, clinically, I don't think this information provided by the study is going to change the way we treat patients in our practice on a daily basis, I think. Really what this study does is opens new lines of uh, research to look for these mechanisms that link emphysema with these particular cancers in their regions. What about lung cancers in patients without emphysema, other types of COPD? Is it specific? Is the risk specific to emphysema, or is uh, there something about airflow obstruction that might predispose well, to, uh, to, to lung cancers? Yeah, if we go back to the data from those uh, studies that I mentioned at the beginning uh, from, from Pittsburgh and from our group, uh, looking at large lung cancer screening cohorts, um, there are approximately a third of the individuals, we're talking about smokers who enter a screening program and are asymptomatic. And, you know, I would say that more than 95% of them do not have uh, a known disease, neither emphysema nor COPD. And we find that 30% of the individuals have emphysema on their CT scan. And we also find that close to 30% have COPD by gold criteria. And many of the people with emphysema do not have airway obstruction. So we're able to, to differentiate different uh, phenotypes, I would say. And we do find that if you individually look at COPD as a factor, it clearly is associated with a greater risk of lung cancer. But when you put them together with emphysema, um, Emphysema is much stronger, and, and it really it takes away the significant association between COPD and lung cancer. Now, I really do think that airflow obstruction has to have a role, and that's actually I think that as we get with we get to larger cohorts, we might find that that association uh, still holds true in spite of the presence of emphysema. Today, I think that emphysema is the strongest marker, and that it really should be a red flag for us when we see emphysema on. Uh, one of our patients, uh, and especially if, uh, if, if we're in a COPD clinic. Now, 
Finally, in terms of screening, do you think that emphysema should be a uh, screening criteria? I know in uh, the programs that are proposed and being initiated in the United States, it's age and uh, smoking history. Do you think uh, there should be a separate category for COPD patients or emphysema patients for screening? We actually uh, have published in the Blue Journal just uh, three or four months ago a paper in collaboration with the Pittsburgh group led by David Wilson. What we did is we reanalyzed our our screening cohorts. Our cohorts uh, have more flexible entry criteria than the NLST, and I should say that the NLST criteria have been used to establish programs for screening using their entry criteria, 55 years of age to 75, more than 30-pack years of smoking, etc. Both in Pittsburgh and in Pamplona, are, the, the, the entry criteria are much more flexible. Younger people and who have smoked less can enter. And what we did is we applied the NLST criteria, and we saw that almost 40% of our cancers would not have been diagnosed because they wouldn't have been able to enter a screening program if NLST criteria were applied strictly. So in in analyzing a different strategy, we looked at let's let everybody enter with a younger age and even if they smoke less to to at least get their baseline screening. And then there we have information on the presence or not of emphysema. And from there on, if we use emphysema plus the NLST criteria to select people who should undergo annual screenings, we recover almost 100% of the cancers, but screening a much lower number of individuals. So from a cost-effectiveness point of view, I think that emphysema is crucial. In other words, it would allow us to select the higher-risk individuals uh, for our screening strategies. Well, I think uh, I have a lot to digest with all of us uh, listening. This was a phenomenal discussion, and we want to thank Javier, uh, Dr. Zulueta, for this wonderful discussion. And uh, this is Dr. Alan Fine speaking for the Annals of the American Thoracic Society. And I hope you all have a great rest of the day wherever you're listening.